Hello, everyone. This is Tommy at World at War Comics. Thanks for joining us. We have another amazing show for you. But before we get into that, please give us a like. Give us a subscribe. That really helps out the channel. This week, we have Fourth Wall Productions. We have Morgan. We have Danny. And uh, today, we're talking about their new Kickstarter. They have two new comics coming out. It's Harlem and the Black Rose. You could go to their Kickstarter right now by typing in Harlem into Kickstarter and it'll pop right up. They have two different books that are coming out. So give them a like, give them a follow and also support their Kickstarter. Um, but today we talk about Fourth Wall Productions and the comics that they already have, which are amazing. I've become a big fan. They have Ace Blade, which are uh, six issues in. They have Lumberjacks, which is four issues in and then they have king supreme um all amazing comic books you should be reading if you love indie comics you're gonna want to watch this video two amazing guys i hope you really enjoy again like subscribe the channel give them a like and subscribe and thanks for listening talk soon hope you enjoy well hello everyone we got fourth wall productions here we got uh morgan iverson we got danny quick Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. It's so great to have you. Um, big fan of all your work. As I said, uh, about, I don't know, three or four months ago, um, <laughs> I was following Danny. And once you follow Danny, you see Danny everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I might as well just go order these comics. He keeps talking about Ace Blade and King Supreme and, and Lumberjacks. And, and I know Harlem's coming up, uh, uh, the Black yeah. Rose. And I'm like, I might, might as well just jump in and see if I like it. And sure enough, man, I, I bought a couple and then I had to go back and buy the rest of the issues of Ace Blade, um, which was cool. Then I picked up King Supreme. And I mean, that is the dopest looking character I've ever seen in my life, to be quite <laughs> honest. I love that. Um, and then I went ahead up and picked up Lumberjacks, which is also dope. So and I, it looks like I'm behind on a couple others. So let's jump in, man. Um, maybe we could start. Uh, either one of you, how'd you get into comics? Where'd this passion come from for writing? All that good stuff. Man, Tommy, no, thanks. Thanks. First of all, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we we re truly appreciate it. We, uh, you know, we don't get a lot of chance to get on and, and interview with people. So especially um, folks with a dedicated like indie fan base like yours, it's, it's great. Um, to be on a show like this and I can see in your background that you're a lover of comics and, and all, all things it looks like you got a good variety back there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no I uh, me and Morgan we kind of share like a similar origin neither one of us really grew up reading comic books mm -hmm. um, but for me I, I watched every cartoon every superhero cartoon that I could find you know I didn't have a comic book store in my area where I grew up I grew up in a in a small place called Candor North Carolina and um, and there was no comic book store around there that I knew of, but all the cartoons that came on, whether it was uh, Ninja Turtles or Batman and Superman Adventures, you know, even into the anime and stuff like that, I would watch and 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 absorb every bit of that that I could. So, you know, once I was old enough, once I started working and I could, you know, buy comic books, you know, it was one of the first things I I want to say it was one of like one of the first things that I bought with my own money was was comic books. Um, so. You know, just the the love of the stories and, and superheroes and stuff like that um, got me into always, you know, wanting to create and write and storytell and stuff like that. So, you know, that's really just it for me. I just I just love superhero stories, and um, that's what I want to do with my life. So, mm. you're doing it. <laughs> you're doing I, it. How about you, Morgan? So I kind of, yeah, to kind of piggyback off of some of what Danny said, I, I definitely didn't grow up reading comics. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm trying to think if I knew that buying comics was a thing when I was growing up. I mean, I think I might've, but it wouldn't, it never crossed my mind. Cause I've been playing, you know, sports and video games. I've always been a nerd cause I've been a huge gamer since I was, I don't even remember. Uh, like I had an Atari. <laughs> you know, not not because I'm that old, but because you know my my mom my mom had an Atari and she yeah, shared yeah. it with us, and then me and my brother played, and I played everything on up. Um, so I've always been in, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, until, until your cheeks, until like exactly. the little, <laughs> yeah, the little the little grooves right yeah. here start burning a little bit. Yeah, I mean uh, Super Nintendo especially. Uh, yeah, Super, yeah. Nintendo, Super yeah. Nintendo and Sega, especially. Yeah. Um, kids today will never know. They'll no, never know. No. But uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I grew up as a nerd in some ways, but it was kind of in house. I played sports. Yeah. Um, 
ran track, played football, basketball. Uh, but like comics, I, I watch. I love uh, Batman the animated series. I loved yeah. X Men when it was on. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch Spider Man like that. Those are my major two. And then when Dragon Ball, when I found out about Dragon Ball, <laughs> I used to literally run home to watch Dragon yeah. Ball. So uh, Dragon Ball, Power Rangers. Uh, so I grew up with that stuff. But like as far as the comic part of it, I had no idea. Um, mm-hmm. And Danny actually. Um, so I met Danny's wife first, my my god sister. Uh, we were going to church. Mm-hmm. and i met her first and then when danny got home from being deployed is when i met danny and uh i was writing something at the time i i, I was writing a story about a character named uh, john martyr i'm not sure if i'm still gonna bring that to comics or not but it was mm-hmm. it was for a novel okay. um and danny had just put out his novel for ace blade mm-hmm. and I, I i was mind blown i said wait you did a novel not because like Danny sucks, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but because like he's a normal person, you know what I mean? Like he, like I know you, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, not sure uh, that was better, Morgan. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, look, I, like you're a normal, Either you're one, a normal you human, human being like me. Like you know, yeah, like yeah. How, how you you published a novel? Like it blew my mind. Yeah. Um, but I, but it made me give it a shot, and I read the novel, and it was really really good. Like not not even not BSing, like not trying to. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, not trying to talk. chalk it up because he was of my like, boy. he was like, you wrote this? <laughs> you did? <laughs> I, no, it wasn't because I didn't believe in him. It's just like I said, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's, you know, I didn't know people could do that. I didn't know that right, you could right. publish your own novel. Like, I had no idea. But when I read it and it was that good, I said, yo, can you read this? That's how yeah. good I thought it was. I was like, can you read this? Tell me what you think. Danny liked the story I was doing. He was like, look, I'm trying to come up with a comic universe. Can you help me with names for characters? And I said, no, absolutely not. Uh, I can't help you do that. Uh, he was like, no, nah. he was like, bro, I'm just, I just need names. I said, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, you're not about to, you're not about to have me looking stupid out here. <laughs> so it, it wasn't going to happen. And I said, no, a bunch of times. Danny was very persistent. Yeah. Uh, and over time, like I, I, I helped him come up with some character names for a group we got called the sit squad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a story, the, the first little inkling for Lumberjacks and the story started matriculating. And then little by little, yeah. things just grew. So that's, that's awesome. how you got to get them. You just get them, get them with a little tease. That's it. Get them, at, get them with a little bit at first and then you can. Yeah, the, the tease didn't work though. I, I, look, I mean, I, I didn't, because I didn't know, re- again, I didn't know regular people wrote, wrote and made comments. And I definitely didn't know black people wrote. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I was like, you're black, stop it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything in my head said you're black. Yeah. Cut it out. You're, this, this, as, as the kids say nowadays, that's cap. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I wasn't. Right. I wasn't with it. And and over time, it. I went to my first con in uh, North. I'm from Durham, North Carolina. Uh huh. And went to NC Comic Con. My mind was. <laughs> I mean, alone. All the cosplayers outside. Yeah, they had yeah. A, the Ghostbusters uh, replica truck was mm-hmm. outside. I was like, "What is this?" I, it, it seemed like walking to another world. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hooked after that, though. <laughs> I feel like this was like a, a major emotional experience for you, Morgan, to to it, find all all this stuff about Danny. <laughs> I was mind blown, like legitimately. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the the only thing I could compare it to is when I was in college. Um, I had a friend from Fayetteville that talked about racing cars all the time and the culture and stuff. And I told him he was full of it. Like, I, you know, I didn't believe it because yeah. nothing like that happened in Durham. And one day we were riding and this guy came up behind him and started fish teller like this. And Danny said, oh, he wants to race. I mean, not Danny, uh, my boy Jamal. Jamal said, yeah. oh, he wants to race. And I look at him like he's stupid. I mean, I say, man, if you don't shut up. And, and he pulls over into the next lane. He's like, watch this. The light turns green and sure freaking enough that freaking car took off and jamal took off and i'm in the car like ah! <laughs> I, I had no idea what was about to happen and i was like yo this is real and like they literally pulled over talked to each other dapped each other up i was like oh my god this has been going on around me all this time I, you know i felt yeah. the exact same way with the comics <laughs> seriously it was it was a mind blowing like legitimately what that's awesome, man. So where did Fourth Wall come from? How did that all come about? Was that already happening, Danny, with the Ace Blade, or you and Morgan came together and created that? How did that come about? Um, the fourth wall, you know, I just I know I just knew that I needed a name for 
if I wanted to, my wife is always about, she's the real entrepreneur in the family. My wife, she owns a, a hair salon, you oh, know, wow. she's been doing hair for the, like the whole 20 years I've known her, she's been doing hair and building her business. And, um, you know, I just knew that I needed a name for, you know, my comic book company or the universe that we were going to be making. And um, I was always fascinated with the fourth wall. Like one of my favorite characters is Deadpool, of course. And, um, you know, he breaks the fourth wall and then just the, the idea of the fourth wall in um, in media. So um, I just I just love that concept and and thinking that everything that we were creating was behind this fourth wall that other people would be able to see. Right. Um, so, you know, I just just decided to name it the fourth wall, um, fourth wall productions, because I knew it wasn't just going to be comic books. I was like, it should be fourth wall comics. And then I was like, nah, we're already doing like at that time, I was already doing like short films and yeah. and and all kinds of other stuff. Like we were, I had a novel because, like Morgan said, I had a novel first before it was a comic book. So I was like, uh, let's just make it. It was either going to be fourth wall comics, or going to be fourth wall studios. Um, then I was like, fourth wall productions is is kind of you know that would kind of encompass everything that I'm doing. So um, you know, just came up with the name and and I liked it. My wife. You know, she she once I explained the concept to her, she was like, OK, that's cool. Yeah. And then uh, another partner that we had at the time, Marquise, he um, he he and his wife, they loved it. So, um, you know, it just kind of stuck with me. And I was like, yeah, this is this is kind of what I want to create. So um, that's that's really just where it came from. Just the idea of the fourth wall and and my fascination with all things uh, media and actually Lumberjacks. Uh, Morgan's character was our first character to break the to break the fourth wall. Nice. Uh, so nice. it's it's you know it's kind of cool. I don't think uh, I don't think Ace Blade has that ability, but you know Lumberjacks does. So um, I think that's that's a pretty cool thing. And then uh, where is the storefront that I always see both you and Morgan doing your skits and uh, you got like a, an escape room. There's all kinds of stuff going on in this room. It sounds awesome, man. I would love to somehow get there and check it out because it looks pretty fun yeah man if you're ever in north carolina please stop by um we're down in burlington north carolina right now we uh like you said we we got the escape room the escape room is you know what brings people in and, and makes the money you know to keep <laughs> to keep the business going yeah. um but we also got like key issues of comics in here we got a little smoothie bar like, we do a little bit of everything for for nerds we're going to start renting out the space for for D D. Right. um and, and other things like that, but we also sell our comic books here. So um, the 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 little the the hook is come in and check out this escape room, and yeah. then while, when you get in there, you see Ace Blade is in there. You know, yeah. I, I introduce you to one of the new supervillains, and then on the way out, I'm like, hey, since you you know since I told you about all this stuff, won't you buy some comic books? Exactly. Yeah. You know, oh, that sounds that's amazing. The, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so the first story that was written was ace blade but it was written as a novel when did we start putting that into like comic book form did that come first or was lumberjack literally the first one? Oh man no um ace blade was the first comic book but like morgan said we yeah. didn't know that black people made comic books so <laughs> it was um you know it was a the intent was to to make it a comic book but i'm i'm a writer i you know i i can draw but I'm not an illustrator, you know, yeah. by, by any means, you know, not, especially not the style of comics that Ace Blade would be. So um, me and a friend of mine who create, who co-created Ace Blade, Christoph Hollers, would mm. always just talk about, you know, comic, superheroes and stuff that we like. He took me to my first show, my first comic book convention. And I, my mind was blown just like Morgan when his, you know, <laughs> when he went to his. So um, that was the, that was the moment that I knew, like, I was like, yo, these people, like, if you've you've been to a convention, so, you know, like the table, you got tables and tables of people. And, you know, I'm the type of person, I'm just going to come up to you and start talking because yep, yep. <laughs> I'm just going to come up. If I see something I like, I'm just going to start talking. I'm like, yo, this is, this is my, I was one of those stereotypical, like, you drew this, yeah. you drew this, you know, <laughs> one of those stereotypical congoers. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I realized that, you know, it was regular people that yeah. were making you know, comic books, it wasn't Marvel. The corporation wasn't there to right. represent, you know, these comic books. It was, you know, literally um, Daryl Banks and it was, you know, Chris Claremont. And like right, the people, yeah. they were regular people who, yeah. you know, they were like, I love comic books and I love to draw. So I started, you know, my career doing this. Yeah. And then there were other people who were literally making characters that I'd never heard of before. You know, uh, Onesie Man and <laughs> Santa Girl or whatever, like... Uh, <laughs> 
uh, whoever it was, you know, and I was like, yo, regular people are just making their own stuff. They're not asking about it for anybody's permission to do it. Right. They're literally just, you know, collaborating and making stuff. So I have to know, ask real to... quick, uh, Danny, is onesie girl a thing or did you just make not, that? Not yet. I just made okay. that up. But, <laughs> but, look, I was going to say somebody should have asked permission about onesie, man. Cause that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to make it happen now that I thought. No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like that's in the adult section, anyways. Yeah. yeah I, I would that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut that. you out, Danny, but I had to know. No. Man. I love no it. Way. Um, but no, that that was it, man. Just yeah. and um, you know, from that show, um, I literally, you know, just got some people's information. We met Wally. I met Wally there, and um, also, you know, just some some amazing artists. Yeah. And I just try to keep in contact with them. Thankfully, social media was just starting to, you know, to to really, you know, connect people like that. Yeah. Um, and I was able to follow people on Facebook and stuff like that. So I just kept <laughs> kept bugging people about the process of how do you, you know, how do you do this and how do you do that? I, <laughs> I had the crazy idea that Jimbo Saldago was going to uh, be my first artist. <laughs> he was drawing Transformers at the time. And I was like, oh, I love this guy's style. He should draw Ace Blade. He was like, yeah, that'll be $400 a page. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'd be like, well, I could do two pages a year. <laughs> a 20-year project. Sign me up for, like, is there a welfare line? You got, you got layaway. Can I layaway? Can I pay with the WIC? Uh, Can I on layaway? <laughs> Please give but, me um, EBT. <laughs> but that was it. You know, that was just it. You know, it's just a... Uh, like Morgan was saying, you just opens your mind up to new possibilities, right? right yeah. Especially when you go into spaces that you, you know, like me and Morgan, we're, we're black dudes from North Carolina. We don't, you know, we stick to our lane, <laughs> you know, we, we don't necessarily go out of our comfort zone as much, but when you're, when you do that, then you can kind of open up your, your mind to new possibilities. And that's exactly yeah. what it was. That's awesome, man. I love that. I love that. And I think that's really important. And, and to be quite honest, uh, you know, I think uh, comic books needs gentlemen like you two as well, right? Because there's some stories that might not be told if it, you two weren't part of comics. So I think we're getting a, a little taste of uh, the life of uh, Danny and Morgan, I hope, in some of these comics, man. That's awesome. I, I love that. I'm gonna make onesie man too. I'm making. (laughs) Better jump on that because someone's gonna hear this and they're gonna have some weird eighteen mature audience onesie girl thing and it's gonna blow up, man. You will not make onesie man. (laughs) I I won't allow that. It's gonna be outside, or or I should say, inside the fourth wall, not outside. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's gonna be way inside the fourth wall. (laughs) Inside the fourth wall vault forever. Exactly. No way. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into it. Maybe we could start with Lumberjacks. Um, right. So maybe we could talk about uh, how the character came about, um, the thought process that went into it. Uh, maybe we could just start there, a little bit of history of how we came up with this one, because that one's pretty cool. And then we'll jump into Ace Blade after, if that's okay. Okay. Sure. So, yeah, Lumberjacks, the initial thought, like this was in my time period where I was, you know, denying Danny access to my my brain and blackness. Um, <laughs> and I I think my, my first concept for Lumberjacks period came from, uh, I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I started with Julius Peppers cause he was one of my favorite yeah. players. Yeah. Um, and, and like, so Lumberjacks size, like him being six, eight, six, nine, uh, and, and the size that he was completely came from that. Cause Lumberjacks was literally a, uh, a defensive end. Um, yeah. So, so uh, I, that's that's literally like it was, I wanted him to be a cross between JJ Watt and Julius Peppers, um, like athletically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of the story kind of grew out from. So, I mean, one of my biggest inspirations for doing Lumberjacks mm-hmm. and, and and the story that's coming through Lumberjacks is I think there's a lot of um, like I, I specifically chose Ethiopia and New Orleans to have the stories mailed from because there's a lot of history that's there. Uh, concerning Ethiopia um, uh, in a lot of ways, both whether it's in like in the world building side, building side, but also like with Christian, Christian principles, Christian uh, religion, Christian history. Um, And I think a lot of people don't know about. Um, So I was very interested in trying to bring that to fruition through this character, but also make a story where, um, 
make it relatable because all of us have things that we you can know that it's your 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 gift or your purpose or your destiny, but there yeah. are specific things that can happen in your life that make that make you veer from that, sure. or at least make you want to run from it or put it away. Or and and for Lumberjacks, that's one of the biggest things that he's struggling with in this first arc, especially. Um, mm-hmm. Once you when you read the origin novel, so I, I started writing Lumberjacks, and I did it with assumed knowledge on purpose. So so mm-hmm. where I start us with Lumberjacks number one is assuming that you read the novel. And I did that on purpose because, you know, the questions that you have, they'll be answered in the comics. But if you want the questions answered right now, you can get it from the novel. Um, so that's kind of where I started building that part of the world. And I, I would say for Lumberjacks in our in our in our universe, Lumberjacks is kind of bringing the spiritual and more mysterious elements mm-hmm. into things because Ace Blade is a, is a, is an on the ground hero yeah. and Jax is going through this spiritual slash uh, vigilante journey because he's definitely not a hero, <laughs> yeah. not right now. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I, I kind of wanted to make it relatable because to me, the best stories have some you you can relate to this person. But also, to me, stories are driven by the antagonists, and I wanted to make sure that I could come up with some good ones. So um, yeah. I'm very excited to get Lumberjacks number four in people's hands because it, it wraps up that first arc, I think, in a really good way to really take you on his story and where he's going. So issue four would be the last of the four-part series in the first mm-hmm. arc before the next yep. That's awesome. Yep. And we're, we're actually in production right now. Uh, I got some work in progress pages uh earlier today so and, and it's looking amazing like i'm i'm so happy I'm, I'm i'm so happy with it and i can't wait for people to read the story because like i said i walk things along slow within the art um and, and you know over time as you continue to do something you just get better at it so every every addition to me of lumberjacks is is, is much better than the other the one that precedes it um but lumberjacks number four to me right now like i'm very very proud of that script so i can't wait for people to read it I'll tell you, Tommy, my favorite thing about Lumberjacks um, and the origins of Lumberjacks is that um, all of that stuff that Morgan said is relatable, but just straight on the surface, you can tell that Lumberjacks has anger issues, right? Like you can look at the comic book cover. You can look at the cover of the comic book and say, yo, this dude looks angry, (laughs) right? Um, And he is. He has anger issues, but he still wants to help people. You know, I think we all, you know, as humans have some issues that we you know, or dealing with whether it's, you know, anger or depression yeah. or, or whatever it might be um, that you have going on in your life. But the majority, the vast majority of us want to help people and want to make a positive impact on the world. So um, I know for me, when I came back from Iraq, I had some serious anger issues. I had some some serious, you know, anxiety and PTSD and anger, but I still had, I had my wife and I had small children at home, you know? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> to be able to you know, overcome those things, like overcome my anger. And, and mm-hmm. thankfully, I, you know, went to the VA and, you know, got help with those things yeah. and, you know, still want to have a positive impact on my family. You know, that's one of the things that I see in Lumberjacks that I kind of see in myself, you know, yo, this dude is angry and he can, you know, if he steps over that line, he can hurt, he can really hurt people. Cause more yeah. like more say he's six, eight, you know, he's got this huge ax that he carries around. Yeah. He can really hurt people. And and he has he has hurt some people in the in the yeah, comments. Yeah. But uh, yeah. uh, I see but, an arm uh, laying on the street, man. So I definitely, <laughs> definitely <right. laughs> that's 100 percent believes in. Uh, but it's also like Danny's saying, it stems from that's one of the things that I'm excited about. Number three and number four, because now you start to see those flashbacks to where that comes from. You know, you, you're starting to see where, like, what it is. Like in a novel, you know, you, you're you're very well told in a novel where it comes from and where where he grew from and why he's fighting. But in the comics, number three and number four are really going to take us inside literal flashbacks to you seeing what he comes from and why he's in that space, why he's in that mental space. And uh, I'm re- that's why I'm so excited for people to see it. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, I don't think people realize, especially someone like you, Danny, the price that's paid to serve the country like you have. And for one, uh, thank you for your service. But two, I I think those stories need to be told more often, right? I think it's really easy to stand up at a baseball game and, or clap for those who stand up who have served, but man, there's a lot of stories out there that haven't been told of, you know, the price that was paid by making that, uh, 
that yeah. choice to serve. So it's cool that Lumberjack in some ways, right, that something like that kind of a story could come out because we all have a story. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it stays hidden to most people probably the entire time they they know you. But, uh, man, sometimes anger is a sign that there's something deeper taking mm-hmm. place. And that's how you release, I think, some of that buildup. And sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's not so positive, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sometimes there's an arm on the ground, you know what I mean? It just, yeah, sometimes you got to lose limbs. Look, I mean, lumberjack figures, if you steal once and I cut one arm off, you ain't got but one more time to steal. And then exactly. <laughs> See, you stop, you stop theft now. Exactly. It's over. It is. It's there over. It is. I mean, let's just steal it with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be a rough life if you start doing that. After there you, you go. Your arms, man. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Morgan. I mean, it's awesome. The artwork is incredible. The storyline is great. Now, the novel that you were talking about, is that something that's available at Fourth Wall as well? Or yeah. is that, okay, perfect. So Yeah, we, we have sure. that. Right, right now, our only copies are, I have copies uh, in, and I believe, I think they're actually only available on Amazon right now. I don't think we have yeah. them on, a, on our website. We, we don't have them on the website right now. I'm still fulfilling orders for yeah. Lumberjack number three, finishing those order fulfillments. Okay. Um, I haven't put it on this current Kickstarter yet, but I I mean, I can. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just think, you know, if someone wants to go back and, and read the novel so that they have a, a better background of Lumberjack yeah. as they start to pick up each of the issues that are available. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's available, we would certainly want people to know where to find them. So I'll, we'll just push everybody toward Amazon for now. And then oh, yeah. if you change anything, uh, Danny's got a bazillion people following him on TikTok. He's going to do a lot better <laughs> job than I will <laughs> getting that message. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely on Amazon now, but I definitely, I, I definitely need to get some more that are in the store. So when we get them ordered, we can ship them out straight from yeah, the escape. Yeah. For sure. That's, I'm very interested in looking at that novel because I think that could be really cool. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's jump into Ace Blade. So uh, this is my first experience of. Uh, fourth wall so uh, like i said i i I picked up lumberjack one um king supreme one and then ace blade one because you know i like to test the waters and there's a lot of indie comics out there so one yeah you you can see my passion behind me um i'm trying to stay married guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, i'll be honest with you i've i've come really close to not being married because of my uh, passions kind of overflow um, and our checking account does the opposite of that. So, that is correct. Uh, I, I started with the issue ones, um, but I really loved uh, where the stories were going on these issue ones. Um, so I went ahead and went back and picked up the rest of Ace Blade. At the time, I didn't see um, Lumberjack 2 and 3 on the website, but it might have mm-hmm. been because it was part of a Kickstarter at the time when I bought this. It was. Yeah, exactly. So I have to go back and get the Lumberjack as well. But, I mean, if you want to walk us through um, the – Mr. Las Vegas here. I mean, it would be yeah. really awesome. One, what's a guy doing in North Carolina trading a a character from Vegas? That's what I want to know. You know, <laughs> um, we just thought that we really thought that you know all the all the characters are from either New York or L.A. Like all yeah. the all True. the you know most famous places in in America, you know where superheroes are were kind of the same you know yeah, so good point. We're like what are some what are some great places in america that people highly recognize yeah you know yeah. but don't really have superheroes you know there's a couple of there's another couple of indie indie superheroes that are in vegas actually um vegas baby and and there's a there's a couple of them but um we wanted to use um las vegas because you know it's just so bright and you know it's a it's a huge tourist attraction um, my little brother actually lives out there right now because he serves with the uh, with the Air Force. So um, I've recently got to go out there. I've actually been out there twice now. So, um, you know, just just Las Vegas. And then also that's where people go to kind of risk it all. Right. Yeah. Uh, so um, Ace Blade's whole theme is um, guts over greed. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's he's the type of person who. Listen, I I understand that you know people that money money rules everything around here, right? But um, I'm not gonna let it rule me. So um, people go to to Las Vegas and they you know are willing to bet their life savings, you know, to kind of hit it big and things like that. And those kind of uh, those kind of things can uh, can lead you down a dark path. That's for so, sure. You know, Ace Blade kind of 
he runs into all these kind of people who are in here, you know, trying to hit it big, risking risking things. And in a superhero universe, you know, that can lead you to, you know, some risky drugs or maybe, uh, you know, a risky side venture that makes you get superpowers somehow. So, uh, you know, now he's running to all these supervillains who, uh, who have these dark pasts and things like that. And, um, you know, his thing is that he just wants to prove that he's the best fighter in the world. Yeah, he, yeah. he came out there to, to fight and to, to prove to himself and to prove to the world that he's the best fighter. And what better way to do that than to fight a man with metal arms or a yeah. woman <laughs> with ice powers or, exactly. or a lady who can disappear? Like, that's, yeah. you know, why not? Also, a couple arms come off in your comic as well. I'm starting to see a, a see? trend between see? you two, to be honest. <laughs> There's a little overlap there. Yeah. <laughs> a little overlap, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, the, this this hero... I mean, everyone has their story, right? But there's a in issue one, I believe, or it might have been issue two. There, there's a, a major tragedy that takes place in in his life that really takes him over the edge um, toward that path of hero, right? Um, yeah. And then he gets into, like you said, there's uh, what's his name, Gutshot, um, right? And he's he's getting bigger and bulkier using uh, some sort of drug, and and then money's being thrown. He has to make a choice between money and staying true to who he. I mean, there's a lot of life lessons here, and I think there's a lot of relatability um, in this, just like Lumberjack, that I, I found really intriguing as well. Yeah, we um, thank you, thank you for that. We um, we so Ace Blade is really our our homage to like golden age comics, like, you know, you're going to get that tragic backstory, you know, you're going to have the secret identities and stuff like that, but we also want to um, modernize it and, and, you know, put our own twist on it. So like some things, um, I actually have a villain called uh, that I'm going to introduce soon called the Troper. Right. And he's kind of like uh, <laughs> the one he, he's the one who reenacts all the tropes from comic book movies, <laughs> like comic books and stories and stuff like that. I love it. So, um, you know, so, but he's, you know, he's so mentally deranged that he doesn't even know that he's doing it. So, you know, tying a, tying a woman up to the railroad tracks and, you know, the, <laughs> like it's, it's so, it gets so ridiculous sometimes, but I love, those are the things that we love about comic books is, you know, you're going to have, you know, Batman and, and, and the side, you always got this, this young sidekick who comes up as a prodigy to take over from like, there's, there's so many tropes in comics, but you know, it's just the, the things that we love about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have to say, there's not enough purple in comic books. <laughs> I'm trying purple to take is that. A big thing. All right. So I was trying to think, right. I, I know incredible Hulk's shorts, depending on when you read the comics are purple. We got mm -hmm. the Joker who has a purple suit on once in a while, but outside of that, there's not a lot, man. So yeah. You got a good thing going with Ace Blade and Lumberjacks, and you got the purple, uh, you know, fourth wall. And I, I feel I'm like you're onto something, man. Trying to, trying to. That's why I, my, my house, just like you have all those toys and, yeah, and, yeah. and action figures. My whole closet is purple at this point. Is it? Yeah, like, <laughs> it literally I'm trying, is. I'm trying to stay on brand. Like every time, because uh, I work at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Uh huh. And literally, people will see me in the hall and be like, "Hey, you got that Ace Blade purple today." <laughs> yep. And every time I'm, every time like I walk past, I'm like, "Yeah," but then I'm like, "Yes, I got him." Like, <laughs> hey man, marketing 101, right? Just saying the same thing over and over again. I mean, it is so it. sad. It is so sad. He he will sneak, he will sneak purple or or the spade into anything. He he he's put Ace Blade in. All kinds of things. He's put Ace Blade in things that have that are that are for the VA. It's literally Ace Blade. <laughs> so I mean, if, there, if there's one thing my brother is, he is dedicated. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Right. Oh, that is ridiculous. I mean, people are When do we get a remodel? And <laughs> they have no idea Danny's back there changing everything purple. Oh, I'll remodel it right now. <laughs> Never you be the mind. You guys just walk out. I promise it's gonna look great. That's exactly, it. man. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, man. Let's let's jump into the next one, and that's King Supreme. Like oh, I said, man. this character is insane looking, man. Yeah, um, Wally Wally killed that. Yeah. What's that? I said Wally, Wally oh, killed yeah. that. Our, our, our uh, well, I call him my god brother, big brother. Yeah, yeah. No, the art is really good. And that character looks amazing. I think I did a video about uh, Fourth Wall 
just, you know, I read it and I wanted to give it like a small review and telling people they got to check this out. And then when I got to King Supreme, man, I'm like, dude, just looking at his face is so dope. Oh man, yeah. I need an action figure of all of your guys' stuff on my, my thing. You know, I looked into action figures, by the way. <laughs> It's it's not a poor man's uh it's, it's, oh, it is, <laughs> man, I'm telling so you not, <laughs> it is it is so ridiculous. Like we we got so we've been fortunate to to you know have people do some customs for me. I'm looking because my yeah, I got my the case. Yeah, I got the jazz pot vinyl over there. Yeah, we yeah, I didn't do I didn't do it for this last yeah, I did do it for the last campaign. Is it like a um, 3D print thing that you guys did on your characters? Yeah, yeah, we did um, basically like a custom pop for them, but oh. then uh, we also got like uh, you know uh, uh, and, uh, King Supreme that you know you can articulate and stuff like that. Um, so that's a that's a that's a good one too that we had on that campaign. But King Supreme is is all about um, that's actually the first character that I created totally by myself. You know, really. I after I was writing um, Ace Blade, I was like, you know, we got the vigilante guy, but we need somebody with some real powers. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and because I hated Superman so much at the time, uh, <laughs> I I basically made a character. Was, so my thing was is that um, Superman. Wait a minute, why, why I, you hate Superman so much? I for hated. Oh, uh, I, I want to say that uh, the the Brandon Roth uh, Superman. What was the second Superman movie that he was in? Uh, where he lifted the where he lifted the kryptonite uh, oh. island out of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that scene made me so mad. I was like, yo, <laughs> one thing that's supposed to be able to hurt him is kryptonite. And he's kryptonite. literally flying <laughs> from, an, like, from the bottom of the ocean, lifting this. I'm like, yo, this dude is so ridiculous. <laughs> so um, I basically was like, what would answer that question? Why, why did his powers change all the time? And King Supreme, his thing is, is, um, whoever wears the crown becomes the king, right? So you right, put yeah. the, put the crown on, you become this huge seven foot, you know, figure who can literally create its own reality. Yeah. But the the backside to that is is that um, if you if you don't believe that you can do something, if you don't fully believe that you can do something, then you can't, right? Mm -hmm. So um, if a villain, like willpower is a big part of it, then right? Willpower is a big part of it. So if you believe that you can fly and you're bulletproof, you'll you'll be able to fly and you can you can be bulletproof. But if you let the villain convince you that you know, oh, this death ray will kill you, you know, that death ray will kill you, you know. So it really just depends on the the willpower of the person who who wears the crown at the time. So um, that's one of the reasons that I you know that I that I love King Supreme, but. You know, I just didn't have the the I didn't have the time to dedicate to uh, making the right kind of story for him. So, um, just like I said at that first comic book convention, there was an artist that I met, and I was like, "Yo, I love your work. It's amazing." I kept bugging him for years to um to work with us on stuff, and in that time, he was like, "Man, this King Supreme character you got is I like it a lot. Can I do something with it?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, you can." So, um, our our brother uh, Wally. You know, he's a the young legend from um, Charlotte, North Carolina. He's, wow. you know, he's taking taking the helm on King Supreme and he's doing some crazy, amazing stuff with it. Like he, there's a whole um, there's a whole thing like we're, we're almost done with the with the graphic novel for it. So there'll be more content coming out for him, too. I, I really want to see more of that as well, man. So I'm really you, you do need to get them, I think, up to par um, with both of you, because this is the first fourth wall comic I've read where all arms have stayed intact. So. <laughs> Obviously, you oh, we'll that meeting. <laughs> no, we will fit that. Okay, <laughs> putting that in my nose right now. That, there. <laughs> that might be our that might be our Easter egg for for later on. Like you know, one arm, one, at least one arm per issue. Like, <laughs> well, I hope I didn't ruin it because, uh, uh, man. You gotta remember, you gotta remember Lumberjacks breaks the fourth wall. So I, I will personally have him address you. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will have Lumberjacks personally address you. Like that was for you, Tommy. Oh, I, love it. <laughs> I legitimately will do that. Like oh, I'm not joking. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Well, so all right, so these are the three that I have, but there's another one called Black Scorpion that I haven't dug in dug into. Is that correct? Black yeah, Scorpion, um, they, that, that story started with us uh, when Marquise was still writing with us, but okay. uh, he's gone. He's kind of gone a diff, another way, so we haven't okay. really continued it. 
Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I, I, the newer, the newer ones, uh, like the, the pretty much our fourth pillar will end up being Harlem. Okay, um, Harlem. Yep. Yep. It, it was Black Scorpion, but it's gonna it's gonna end up being Harlem. Okay, so yeah. the, the three right that we have that are really the foundation of fourth wall would be Ace yep. Blade, Lumberjacks, and then King Supreme, and then you have yep. the current Kickstarter right now for Harlem, mm -hmm. the Black yep. Rose, correct? Yep. Yep. Nice. And then how much longer um, do you have on the Kickstarter? Uh, 19 days, 19, 19 days. Left. days. Yep. We're Very right. Cool. We're right outside of the, uh, the first, our first goal. Uh, the goal was uh, 6,540. We're right at 6,290 right now. So nice. Uh, we're trying, trying to make some headway. Uh, I am uh happy and nervous at the same time because once, once we get to the eight thousand dollar mark i got to get a tattoo live are you serious <laughs> yes oh, yeah. I, I don't i don't have i, I presently, presently don't have any tattoos but i will why would you agree if you don't have tattoos already <laughs> I, anything anything to make <laughs> anything <laughs> to make this money to continue to make these comics like that please cause, tell cause, me the tattoo is just going to be a, a bloody arm that would be <laughs> fantastic that would be brilliant <laughs> that actually is not a bad idea uh, that's not a bad idea <laughs> that's not a bad idea at all uh i think the I mean, bloody I arm think, i quit man that, that's just too much man that's just we, too we, many commonalities <laughs> we haven't we haven't decided we haven't we haven't decided yet uh i think I'm, I'm leaning towards like Jackson's acts. Yeah, maybe putting like my kids' names on the blades or yeah, like yeah. the aunt for Harlem, like some type of mashup there. Um, I might get this. This is actually a. Uh, oh, this is actually something that's getting shipped out to uh, our friend Brandon because he, he had multiple girls. Bro, uh, uh, them, them things are painful, bro. I'm not. I can't do it. I got one, and I'm done. That's it. For yeah, me. one and done, huh? That's this. This is the oh, that is awesome. Uh, from the last campaign, so we wow. we're just trying to. You got to find ways to be innovative. I, I wanted to do one for Harlem, but you know, we might still do that because actually, like I think having one, we could do a pop vinyl for Harlem and uh, Deja. The Deja is from uh, the Black Rose story in Harlem. Okay, is our, is our own character. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Well, I mean. That's a lot of dedication to a Kickstarter, to be quite honest. <laughs> of all the things I've heard when you hit certain goals, you know, I'm thinking maybe a sticker, you know, or uh, <laughs> but a tattoo, man. So you'll just look at it on my arm. You're gonna do yeah, it live. We're gonna do it live or something. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna do it live. So I mean it it'll be a sticker on my arm permanently. <laughs> so are you hoping that you finish it like Seven thousand nine hundred and ninety-five. Is that like the no, magic number? Nah, nah. The, it, look, I mean, the the, the good thing about the, the blessing in Kickstarter's and the reason that we continue to do it one is because we we built a fan base there. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and uh, two, it's a great way for you know me. You know, we work. We all work. So you know, you have to you have to foot the bill. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. make to make the comic, but the Kickstarter allowed us to recoup that money. But yeah, then also. Yeah. Uh, I can roll the money into the next project. So anything we get in stretch goals, yeah, I'm looking yeah. to roll into Lumberjacks number four. Look, at, I have another horror comic coming out. I hope this year, but it depends on production. Uh, but it's a horror comic called Solitary. Um, that's also connected to the fourth wall universe. Um, we're still working on the span of the story for Black Rose, but I'm thinking we're going to do that. Uh, I think we're going to end up doing Black Rose more, more manga like okay, as like okay. a one self-contained story yeah. uh whereas for the stories that are in the fourth wall we we're gonna have me and danny have like 10 years worth of stuff to write on fourth I mean, wall that's a on, good on, thing right content yeah. king right so if you have yeah. that down pat right everything else with yeah. money and time right will we'll yep. work itself out but yeah that's awesome yeah yeah that's so we definitely get me a, to i need to get me a um one thing i'm looking at i see your your kingsville poster back there behind you and uh, I need to get me some some of some of our stuff at that size. I love that. I love the yeah. artist. Yeah, I saw your. I want to say I saw you post that on TikTok or maybe it was YouTube. Yeah, um, yeah. Those in. So that's 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 awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I I use Printify um, as our supplier, so I could just connect Printify right to our website. So if someone wants to buy a shirt or something like that, I don't have to carry any inventory myself. Yeah. Right when they order it, they print it and they ship it out on my behalf. Um, mm -hmm. so that way I'm not sitting on a, 
I mean, I'd rather my money go into my McFarland toys, to be quite honest, than And you know what happens, right? You end up with a bunch of smalls and mediums that you can't even give yeah. away. And that's the problem with uh, trying to keep a bunch of stuff. So, yeah. The, thankfully, you can, thankfully, I have uh, small children who I can force to wear. <laughs> there you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you some shirts, man, because I got a bunch of smalls and mediums. That I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I live in Hemet, which is near Palm Springs, and there's some big people in Hemet. So, oh, it, they ain't never going to sell here, man. <laughs> and, and I ain't tiny either, man. So, I'm hey. an extra large, if not larger. Hey, that's some free advertising because the there kids <laughs> they will definitely wear your stuff, man. They love it. Yeah, they, yeah. they love wearing uh uh they're they're nerds too. So they love yeah. if it's anime or comic book, they'll definitely put it on. Well, I, I could see why you have such a following on TikTok because you got an amazing family and some of the things you do, whether it's the roller rink or or just going to the the shop and uh you know quizzing them on comic book stuff oh, yeah. and you can see the frustration of like dude not again dad come on back off on the yeah. question <laughs> right so uh i love it man it's just so human and so normal and relatable you know my kids are older my youngest is 17 so she turned 18 in a couple months and i miss those times when they're still old enough to where they'll hang out with you when you're mm-hmm. cool that day right there's days where they don't want any company uh, yeah but uh yeah, it's awesome, man. And then Morgan, I, I haven't seen that. your family on uh, TikTok yet, man. I, maybe I haven't seen enough, but I the, the t- usually that's I'm still so Danny <laughs> TikTok works really well for Danny because Danny uh, we're no a yin and yang in our partnership. <laughs> Danny, Danny, Danny is very much so gonna shoot right now. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, he's yep. gonna do it. Like if he tell like when when we got ready to open the shop. We were talking about it, and we and we were like, "Yeah, okay." And I'm, we, you know, me and Wally are trying to get ideas together for it, and and then it was like, "All right, y'all being negative," <laughs> and we were like, "No, we're just trying to figure out how we're gonna make money from it or whatever. We're just formulating things like the escape right. room hadn't come up yet or anything like that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two days later, Danny's on Facebook Live painting, and we're like, "What? What in the world happened?" And, and that's, you know, that's that's his announcement. He didn't text us. He didn't call. <laughs> we just went ahead and did it, and we were like, "Oh, okay." You know I, what I mean? I can, so, be, so. I can be sometimes. I yeah, can yeah. be impulsive sometimes. <laughs> Dan, Danny is the impulsive one, and I am far more measured, especially yeah, yeah. if it's monetary stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. far more measured. So, I, so like, hey, we should probably have an idea, uh, 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 some idea of what we're gonna do here. Danny's like, Mm-mm, "Press the button." <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's 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 literally what happened during this Kickstarter. Danny said, "All right, we launched it at nine o'clock." We was like, all right, cool. And all of us going to be ready. And we're going to all share this stuff out. And then we were like, okay, cool. At 8.52, I get an email <laughs> that the kids started live. And I said, oh, my God. We it, was talked about it, it was an accident. I'm no, probably. it wasn't. It was not an accident. <laughs> hey, man. There, there's someone. I think someone knows you too well, Danny. I'm not sure you're gonna get away with that one. That's right. just that's just the that's just the way things are between us. So uh, yeah. you know, but you know it, that, that's it, marketing though, right? And, and uh, yeah. you know, sometimes you got to shoot from the hip a little bit from a marketing standpoint. It's got to be real, so you want to hit just record and yeah. just because that's how people get. You know, that's the relatableness of it. Whereas me, I want I'm like you more. I want to be a little bit more measured. I want to kind of write down a script, and then I get on there. And my daughter goes. Man, you're like robot Tommy, man. What the hell? Nobody's gonna <laughs> listen to that stuff, man. Your voice See, that, that's is the terrible. Thing. <laughs> that's that's the thing. That that's why it works between us. Like we're at shows, it works really well because people think we like script stuff when we're talking to them. We definitely do not. Uh, <laughs> we don't we don't like the Kickstarter video that we did. People think we scripted that. We didn't. We, we were just like, like, when you watch the Kickstarter video and Danny's yeah. talking in the country voice and I'm looking at him like he's crazy. That's because I literally legitimately was like, what are you doing? Because we didn't talk about that. <laughs> we did not talk about that. So when he starts doing it, I'm literally reacting to him. You know what I mean? So, um, and, but in our dynamic, it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I, I think like when you were talking about how you're uh, like on TikTok, TikTok works really well for Danny because TikTok is great for people that are impulsive and will shoot things. So me and my family, like when I post things, it's usually on Facebook. My daughter says I'm old. I'm in the same situation as you. My daughter's 17. She's about to go to, uh, she's about to go to North Carolina um, A&T this this coming August. And I'm in this weird space of trying to, you know, 
find time to spend with her, make her answer her phone. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's that it works well. So like my family, I do need to. I haven't done a TikTok with my son in it yet. Um, my daughter, I've done a TikTok with my daughter in it, but it's been a while. Like she yeah. was much younger, so I, I have to work on that. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. <laughs> now Instagram's Instagram seems a little bit easier for me because uh, a lot of my followers have come from just uh, what is it called, capped Capcon or whatever it is, and you could do like videos that are like pre-made, and you just add yeah, yeah oh, CapCut. Cap Cap yeah. 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 So that I do that on uh, with that. And then YouTube shorts, I get a lot of following from uh, the cap cuts and those are simple, man. It's just a picture. And I'm like, Oh, that was like stress-free and <laughs> all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll do my videos when I'm like in target searching for my McFarlane's. And then you see a little bit of genuineness come out. Cause I do get excited if I find a McFarlane toy I don't already have. Cause I have. <laughs> um, so then you see some kind of good reaction, but other than that, man, it's just, follow me, <laughs> buy my comic book type thing, right? My daughters make fun of me constantly because of it, so. Well, I mean, that it look, it's a formula that seems to be working, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Me, between me and Danny, like, when we're doing shows, when we're doing videos, when we're doing yeah. ads, you know, it, it works, because we're definitely not planning that stuff. It's just like, I mean, we plan it to a degree, depending on what it is, and then, like, we just start shooting, and if we showed you our outtakes, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to do like a YouTube video of just outtakes, man. I think that'd be a lot of fun. We absolutely we definitely have them. Do you we have a lot? We have a lot. And, and and the reason we have a lot is because we'll have an idea for something and I'll mess it up. Uh you know, because I, I love improv and so you know yeah, we could yeah. I could be supposed to say one thing. I'm definitely not gonna say that. I'm gonna say something else just to throw Danny off and see if he can hold it. And he does the same thing to me. So, yeah. <laughs> so we've got it, plenty man. of outtakes for that. <laughs> uh on a more serious note, um what other owners of comic book publishing companies or others who have been in the industry for a little longer have you gotten support from? Um, cause oh, I, right, we all need support. Like I have my comic book store, um, Ambrose, who is the owner of it here in the, in Hemet where I live, he's been a cartoonist for many years. So I went to him for a lot of advice as I was trying to produce my first comic book. And it, it was amazing, uh, the support that he gave me and then others too, that I've reached out to that are close by. I, I assume you've gotten some support and some encouragement from other oh, yeah. creators slash owners. Who are some of those folks that have helped you along the way? plenty of them um yeah, yeah. there's a, it's, there's a so the, the one of the great things about um comics is that you know there's such a huge community around it whether it's indie or mainstream or okay. you know whether it's um slice of life or manga like whatever it is there's always somebody who likes the things that you like and um and when it comes to creators that's the same thing you know so um we've leaned heavily on uh freestyle comics and um wingless comics and uh concrete comics like all these all these other you know indies who are trying to kind of build a universe or yeah. trying to bring a small group of people together to make comic books you know yeah. um we can't we might not necessarily be able to do you know what image did and and make a huge conglomerate um but we can you know yeah. we can be impactful in our areas sure so um you know i i think that's one of the best things about uh, indie comics is that you can always find somebody online who's doing who's trying to do something similar to you yeah. or you know has ideas and people don't mind sharing their ideas to you you know if they say hey you should you should try this or you should yeah. try this or or look out for this you know you just kind of have to build the relationships and find who you can trust and uh there's plenty of people out there for sure to do that yeah that's awesome yeah i, I would say for me um Definitely the ones he named FSK Concrete. Uh um, studios too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Lori, Lori yep. Foster, Unlikely Hero Studios. Um my uh my boy Greg, Greg Anderson Elise, uh that does his not under wear spider. Um Tyler Forrest Martin, Godhood Comics. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Sebastian A. Jones, uh yeah. with Stranger Comics. Mm. Um and you know the they um uh, David Crownson, um, yeah. Kingswood, so yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a lot of like the 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 great thing about 
being in the community is that we do all support each other. Like me and Danny talk about it all the time. Like you were talking about how your wallet gets lighter for uh, <laughs> for the the your your love. You know, what I mean, our God knows, Danny Danny just crossed a milestone. What I think you had back two fifty, two hundred fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. Danny just Danny just crossed a milestone for two hundred fifty comments back, and I just crossed it for two hundred comments back. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. But we, I, I legitimately, if it, if it's people within our community, I legitimately don't even look at their page. I just, I, like, as soon as they, as soon as I get a notification that they're launching, number yeah. one, I always want to be number one. So I yeah. always want to be the first one to pledge. So, um, so that's why I end up getting caught up, literally, just because I want to be first anyway. Yeah. But I literally yeah. don't even look at the campaign. I, I, I'm gonna back it regardless, especially if it's my people, because I love their work too. Yeah. But I'm yeah. I'm just gonna support because it's just big in our community to support each other. So, um, yeah. they've they've been amazing uh, resources. Oh, Greg and uh Greg Burnham, um, oh, yeah. Greg Burnham yeah. and uh, Marcus Williams, um, mm-hmm. definitely for Tus- from the uh, Tuskegee Airs. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's and awesome. now uh, World at War comics. There you too, go. So. There you go. Yeah, yeah, add, to the, add into the community. Yeah. Oh, Dwayne, um, Acme Comics. Acme Comics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've had a few folks on. I had Tyler on. I had uh, Lonzo Star on, Derek. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you could uh, help us out and share some names that I should be reaching out to. I mean, we want to, oh, yeah. especially if they have a Kickstarter going on, because um, like you, I, I'm not as far um, into the 200s like you, but uh, I'm probably close to 100. And not, like you, I, I want to be out there and I want to support indie creators. And if I have to put down a DC comic in order to support an indie comic, I'm going to do that every single time. Um, just because I, I'm really passionate about these stories. I mean, you just don't find an ace blade um, without indie comics. I don't think. And uh, man, that that's awesome. You guys are incredible. Yeah. I'll, we appreciate that, um, I'll be in your inbox and I'll, I'll, I'll drop you some names. I know there's some, like I said, wingless has a, has a Kickstarter coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yep. I know. Um, so um, I'll definitely try to connect them with you. And because and, we're always looking, it's <laughs> one we always talk about, like, we like to support each other, but we can kind of get in our little, in our little circles, yeah, you know, yeah. and like, it seems like, you know, all the people that know about us also know about concrete and concrete yeah. and, and freestyle. So like when we go on their shows, we're just talking to the people who already know us. <laughs> yeah. So we got to reach out to different, you know, the different circles and connect them. So for definitely, sure. uh, definitely we'll uh, connect them with you for sure. Uh, absolutely. I, I appreciate that. And like I said, I just want to highlight, I mean, the, the whole show really isn't about me. It's about highlighting indie comics. And the more we could do that, I think the stronger our community um, becomes. And absolutely. yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Well, what else can we talk? I mean, is there anything else that you want to kind of share? I know we, we we nailed the Kickstarter a little bit. Is there anything else you wanted to add to the Kickstarter campaign? I know 19 days left. Um, mm-hmm. You just want to look up Harlem. Uh, that's I just typed in Harlem and it just popped up right away. Yeah, um, that's so, what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harlem uh, and the Black World. Like I said, it's a it's a double Kickstarter. Um, yeah. but, um Harlem is. Harlem is the story that's connected to the fourth wall universe, whereas okay. Black Rose isn't, you know, it's the, it's the Western comic. And, um, you know, really, really, that's it. You know, we're just trying to do something. We, we normally do superhero stories, but we're trying to do a little something different. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, we're like I said, we're almost at that goal and we we like to get a good a good start for these comics. And if we can get that first issue funded, then yeah. uh, we can usually use that to to keep to keep making them. So, yeah, um, yeah that's really it, man. Is there a place at fourth wall where some of these worlds come together eventually, you think, or? One million percent. Uh, <laughs> one million percent. Uh, I mean, no I, one's going to have arms, but it'd be cool to bring them all together. Exactly. Right? <laughs> they'll all be armless, right? But yeah, they'll all, right, all I'll be I'll armless. I think I, I, I uh, beat that horse, but that's no, what I have. No, I just, we're going to have a... Uh, uh, oh my goodness! Like a, a arms against humanity, like uh, yeah. a whole, like a whole a support group for for people in in New Orleans who got one arm or who got a limb chopped off by lumberjacks. Like exactly. I will literally make I will literally make that. You think I'm joking? I 100 will have a self help group. That so so something that I started with Harlem. Uh, so Harlem has 
the regular edition and it's got the extra credit editions that okay. has extra pages right yeah. so and 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 those extra pages are gonna in, are gonna lead up to so by the time we get done with that first arc uh for the people that get the extra credit pages it'll be similar to like the after credit scenes for marvel films or like agents of shield to kind of go in between stories but it'll be its own self-contained thing nice, so nice. uh harlem has extra credit lumberjacks in the second arc, in his in his second arc is going to have uh it's going to be called overtime because he was a football player yeah so yeah. um i definitely will have uh like a overtime start with them being like in some type of armless an uh, armless anonymous group or something like having <laughs> a, a power i would definitely do that i i legit i just legit am about to put that in my notes i'm not even joking. <laughs> I, love I love it man i love it well i mean i i hope that uh you know in the next year or two man it'd be really cool for some of these uh worlds that you've created individually could come together like I know New Orleans with uh, yeah. Jack. I know Ace Blade in Vegas. King Supreme mm -hmm. is in another world, right? Yeah, everywhere. So, uh, he could go anywhere, to be quite honest. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, we have. So we have a. Um, I don't know if I told you, but we have a podcast that we do, um, with the uh, that we call the Super Shorts. Um, Super mm. Shorts. What Super is our short podcast podcast. called? Super Shorts Podcast. Jesus the Super Christ. Shorts Podcast, <laughs> where we tell superhero short stories yeah. featuring all of our characters, right? Oh, that's yeah. cool. And we actually yeah. did uh, the last season. The last two seasons were crossovers between Ace Blade and Lumberjacks. And, um, you know, we introduced some things there. And it's kind of like the the in-between stories that aren't going to make it into comic books, but give you a little background on the character. So it's like, you know, listening to a, listening to a comic book with your ears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, like we we actually introduced harlem um we actually introduced harlem uh i introduced the preacher um in oh, wow. in um hag, you'll meet the preacher hag, number, guess, number two uh yeah we, the hag uh we we introduced her uh in in this late latest season which i'm i'm really proud proud of this latest yeah. season um okay. we did it i think I, I think it's our best script uh that we've done and but we, had we will a, have some we will have some cross. I want to say our first legit crossover is going to be Ace Blade 11. It'll be villain season two. We got a crossover planned um, from Ace Blade and Lumberjacks. So unless, you know, unless we get it into one a book before then, um, yeah. that'll probably be our first like legit crossover. Yeah, very good, man. The, 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 the worlds definitely collide. Like we that's something that we've done this whole time, like between the Ace Blade novel and the Lumberjacks novel, especially when you read the Lumberjacks novel, there's, yeah, there's definite huge nice. crossover. So, because yeah. Gutshot, Gutshot's gonna die. <laughs> I, that's all I'm gonna say. You'll see why. <laughs> You'll see why, but he's gonna die. Okay, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, he's a crazy character too, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's gonna be a crazy dead character. So. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, me, me and Morgan made a deal. I've, I've got a villain that he hates, and he's got a villain that I hate. So, uh, the moment that Ace Blade gets to kill the preacher, yeah. uh, uh, Lumberjacks can kill Gutshot. So that's yeah, our that's go. our deal. That's that our deal. That. <laughs> it could be another day. It's starting to get day. uncomfortable, guys. I'm not sure this has been an agreement at all. On this Listen, <laughs> I, I have I have so many I have so many little like. You know how people, you know how when you're, you're a little kid and you got a brother or sister and they just keep poking you and poking you. And, you know, I have so much of that to do with the preacher. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. I'm going to antagonize the bejesus out of people with their character. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Uh, the, preacher and, the preacher and Lumberjacks will probably be around for a long time. But yeah. um, just know that they... There is a desire to to take both of those characters out for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gutshot was close. I'm telling you, wait till you read the novel. It was close. Yeah, I gotta give me the novel. I gotta give me the novel. <laughs> it was very close. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, gentlemen, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. I'm a big fan of Fourth Wall and everything that you both uh, and the rest of your teams are producing the artwork, everything that you're doing right now is pretty awesome. I, I wish you nothing but the very best. And if there's anything I could ever do to help out, please just reach out. Uh, certainly want to see you continue to, you're already succeeding. So I, I just want to make sure if there's any little thing I could do to help continue that uh, I'm here for it, man. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure 
that you go to Kickstarter, you just type in Harlem. I did it already. I know it's going to pop up and then make sure that you uh, support this dual Kickstarter that are going on there. They're very close with 19 days ago. I could tell you from uh, my Indiegogo where I only had my mom and my sister <laughs> support me the first time. <laughs> then I did a Kickstarter like a month and a half later, and then it was successful. The stress as you get down that line, as you're getting so close, is just yeah. I don't know. I'm getting old, man. I'm not sure it's worth all of this. But uh, people don't uh, people do not understand. <laughs> they do not. It is it is a different it is a different level of stress. It really is. It really is. Um, especially especially like especially for me because Danny always has to tell me to calm down because like I want us funded in three days. There's exactly. no reason. Well, we should not be funded in three days. And, and and if we're not, I'm like, all right, well, I'm about to add this tier and I'm yep. going to give them this. And maybe if we give them money, like I'm thinking of all <laughs> kinds of stuff like, no, we got to figure it out. So it, just so I can get the stress off of me, I need exactly. to get it away and over there. Exactly. So, so we appreciate this so much, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you, gentlemen. Really appreciate it. Wish you uh, the very best and have a great rest of your week. All right. Thanks for joining. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Take it. Thank you, guys. Bye.